Hi folks, this is Adrienne A. Wallace, and you have reached me in the life room. Thank you for joining. This podcast is philosophical in nature. Um, I believe that I'm going to title this podcast Angry Women. And I wanted to talk a little bit about angry women. I think that men and women alike will listen to this podcast, and I really do hope that um, wherever it resonates, that it actually helps, that it provides um, some soothing of some wounds, some opening to understanding, and um, possibly some depth to experiences that people may be having that are a little bit too common. So whenever we encounter someone, And we encounter someone who is trying to become a better person, someone who's learning, someone who's growing, someone who's living their truth. Um, We tend to admire that in people. It's, It's all very, very positive. And when you yourself are not ready... Um, though you think that's attractive, it's very, very important that when you're not ready to add value to that person's life, that person who's already living a valuable existence, they're, they're intellectually, um, ambidextrous. They are growing in their faith, um, in their, in their healthy mentalities, in their overall balance. They may be healing physically um, or from a relationship or some other trauma or some grief or loss. Um, they may be transitioning in their career. But ultimately, that person is in a, in a good space. Growth is always, always good. If you are not ready to add value to their lives, the best thing you can do is respect them, respect yourself, respect the path that they're on, Respect their energy that you think is so positive and admire them from afar. Leave them alone. When someone who is in that space is truly in that space, they often set the ground rules. They may set ground rules on their spirituality. They may set ground rules on their interactions with friends and family. They may set ground rules relative to their concentration on their career or other business endeavors or entrepreneurial endeavors that they may have. They may be a hobbyist of sort or a creative of sorts and have things that bring them sheer pleasure where they actually are emancipating their talent into the world. Um, It could be for the sake of fitness, exercising, it could be painting, it could be dancing, but it is really, really part of how they emancipate their talent onto the world and really make themselves a better person. Your role is not to interrupt that. When you're trying to interrupt that, you're actually trying to interrupt God and you're trying to interrupt source and, and it's dulling their shine and nobody needs that. No one needs that from you and no one invites that from anyone actually. So it's very, very important to understand that though something may be shiny bright to you, you have to be ready. You have to be in your own shiny bright space to really encounter that person and have a lighted experience with that person. Don't seek that person out. That person exists outside of you. And if you're seeking that person out for love, the the first mistake you're making is obviously you're you're ill-conceived and you don't understand that love is not outside of you. The way that people treat themselves negatively to get love and treat others negatively to get love and interrupt other people's positive and valuable processes to get love and get their attention, that ultimately doesn't work and it doesn't satisfy anything long term. The person, 
is usually going to be treated badly by someone who's not on a, on a path of their better selves. And the person who is treating them badly is giving them a feeling that says, you know what, I'm looking to change you. So in spite of the fact that you're on your path to abundance, you're, you know, saturated in your light and you're giving off light onto the world, I'm, tr- I'm going to try to change you for the love of me. Not for the love of you, but because I want to be loved in a particular way. And really, that's selfish. So really look at yourself and say, you know what, am I being selfish? Am I being selfish? And as a woman, why would I be doing that? What am I angry about? What are my traumas? What are my hangups? What are my dilemmas? What things in life do I not understand? Where do I feel like I've been shorted or cheated? Or what is it that I'm trying to catch up to? Why is it that I would treat someone outside of myself in this way and call it love? Everyone has their own programming and you can't manipulate a person, particularly men, into healing or accepting or loving you. It doesn't work. And so that expectation is a really unloving expectation and it doesn't come from source. What, what you ache for is not outside of you. More happens outside of you when you fill up on the inside first. So fill up with loving yourself by taking incredible care of yourself, your body, your mind, your spirituality, nature around you, your community. Be a really, really big person in the world because that's how you emancipate your light. That's how you reveal that love is the source. And that's how you make yourself more attractive and create a long-term relationship. This is the truth, and it is the truth no matter what your faith practice is, no matter your, your uh, ethnicity, no matter how it is that you grew up, no matter where it is that you grew up, this is the truth. No matter how old you are, this is the truth. Expecting love from someone or expecting someone to love you in a particular way is expecting safety. And the truth of the matter is, is there is no safe love. There's no safe love at all. Um, You know, for me, an example of love being unsafe is the very sacrifice of Jesus Christ. You know, the Bible tells us that, you know, this was the Son of God so beloved that he was sacrificed. So for me, it means that there is no safe love. If one can be sacrificed for the lives of others, but so deeply loved by others and God, then there is no safe love. So knowing that there is no safe love, you still have to trust that love is the source and that it resides inside of you. And you don't give to get. Angry people tend to give to get. I do something for you, I need you to do something for me. What what healthy people do who are peaceful is they pour out the source because it lives in them. They pour out love because it lives in them. And they expect nothing in return. It is who they are in the world and they don't know another way to be. They're optimized. They're not subjecting themselves to any abuses. And they don't suffer fools lightly. But they're optimized when they like to give. And when they appreciate giving and making someone's life better. But also making their own lives better because it's part of who they are. 
So they don't tag along, they don't go to certain events, and they don't do certain things because they want that person to like them or to give them a particular type of love. They do it because it really is something that comes natural to them, and it's part of who they are. There's no compromise on optimized love. You know, people talk about compromise all the time, but compromise is a very practical thing. Love is a non-practical thing. It's ethereal. It's divine. It comes from source. And it sources something that we we that we inhabit. You know, we we live in source, and source lives in us. We are orbs of light, and we are orbs of source. And so, if you are not the person who is giving, and always looking to get, or if you are the person that is getting and never giving, you are not optimized in source. Find the right person. Peace, peacefully find the right person for you. Find the right person, the right place, the right opportunity, the right relationship. Don't force it. When you're forcing a relationship and forcing yourself onto someone, into someone's situation, into someone's social circle, it becomes uncomfortable not only for you and that someone, but for everybody else involved. It's a disruption of source. Source is peaceful, it's playful, it's joyful. It's a refuge from the storm. And that refuge from the storm is not outside of you, it's inside of you. And you give it off to people by the way that you interact with them. One of the things that I find that women are doing lately um, is a lot of women are not holding to their feminine essence. They're not holding to their femininity. They're holding to their sexuality. They're revealing something about themselves sexually as a reason why a man in particular should be giving them attention. And the truth of the matter is, is that's the last reason why a man should give you attention. A man should give you attention because you embody Mother Earth. Things grow from you. Things can be nurtured by you. You are like a cool breeze in terms of his encounter with you. That should be the reason why a man is attracted to you, involved with you, wants to stay with you. You should be like the mothership. You should have wisdom and be able to lead in certain circumstances where you need to lead. But not like a torpedo and not like a war submarine, but gently gently lead across the ocean and the tides of life. Play your role. Yes, I, Adrienne A. Wallace, just said play your role. Women have a role in all societies. And angry women are a disruption to society. Men come from us. And other women come from us. It's a fact. And so at the end of the day, when you encounter very angry men, we women have to say, are we too angry? Are these men coming from us? Are we the mothers, the sisters, the aunts, (laughs) the lovers, the wives, the friends, the employers of these men, and are we giving them angry energy? And if we are, we need to take responsibility for that. We need to be accountable. We are responsible for how we make other people feel. That's what people remember, how we make them feel. Expect 
grand compensation. Ask for more than the statistics say about us as women. Deliver better than what the statistics say about us. Be honest about who we are in the spaces, the endeavors, and the relationships that we're in. We deserve to give ourselves the truth. Get the truth, understand the truth, and be wise with the truth. Use it to save, to reform, and to heal yourself. Use it to dispel the anger. When you do that, you are going to meet the person who is optimized and calibrated in a way that is perfect for you. That person will be as giving as you. They will have an appreciation for time the way that you have an appreciation for time. They'll hold similar family values to you. They will be comfortable in the same social circles that you're comfortable in. There will be trust as the foundation of the relationship. There will not be any profanity when you talk and interact with each other. You will smile like a five-year-old whose daddy arrives from work when that person comes into the room and vice versa. That person will be the first person you think of when you wake up and the last person you think of when you go to sleep. And this is not a fairy tale, this is fact. When love given onto another person and received from another person, when it comes from source and is divine, when that's the formula, that's the effect. That person becomes a part of your day and night, no matter where in the world you are, whether you are physically together or on two separate sides of the world. So that's the grand compensation of being honest with yourself and optimizing and recalibrating yourself, being saved, reformed, and healed. You'll be able to collaborate and co-create, and there won't be any distinct anger or resentment when that is happening. And... That's what this world needs. We have to, as women, look at where we are, be honest about our dispositions, be honest about our state of mind, be honest about where we are emotionally, and figure out if we're angry. And if we are, we need to seek out the resources, the people, the places, the endeavors, the relationships that say this anger goes away now. But the real work starts with you. You, the very you, who is not trying to run over men, does not resent men, is not angry at daddy or your brothers or your uncles or your employer, actually loves men in general in a really, really big way and welcomes their existence in the world in such a way that you understand that they too are necessary. That while the woman child incubates life, the man child plants that seed of life. And so we are not mutually exclusive. We need each other. So having a high appreciation of men 
and having a unique and high source-filled appreciation of yourself, when that happens, you can't be angry as a woman. I wish you peace, understanding, clarity, and ownership of your truth. And more than anything, that you are happy and jovial and no longer angry. Thank you for sharing time with me in the life room. Namaste.